0: This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. And we begin here in the Bay Area, which, as of midnight, now has the nation's strictest policy aimed at stopping the spread of the coronavirus. Here, we've moved from social distancing to shelter-in-place, as in no leaving your house for the next three weeks unless it's essential. Think groceries, pharmacy runs, and some transit. How is this all that different from the previous approach? For one thing, violators can now face criminal charges. The legal power to issue shelter-in-place orders comes from a California law that makes it a potential misdemeanor to ignore public health orders issued during an emergency. Violators could also face a fine between $50 to $1,000 and up to 90 days in jail. San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott says his officers have the authority to enforce those orders
2: but that is not our desire. That is not what we intend to do. We intend to adhere to the spirit of what this is all about and keeping people safe.
0: Officials elsewhere in California are closely watching developments here in the Bay Area, but so far no other region has gone quite as far in restricting the movement of people. But make no mistake, other regions are starting to think about it. Here's San Luis Obispo Mayor Heidi Harmon, who I spoke to last night.
3: Yeah, I think when you see the other counties going in that direction, of course, I'm sure it it makes us all wonder, okay, like, you know, is that what we need to be considering next? I have not heard that being offered as the next step that we're actively considering right now in this moment, but as we see other counties that are a little bit ahead of us in terms of their infections um, rates and et cetera go down that road, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we have to look at that as well ourselves. We're going to hear more from
0: Mayor Harmon later in the show, but first to Sacramento, where last night Governor Gavin Newsom expanded his call for restrictions statewide, saying Californians should now hold off on any group gatherings. His push for bars and nightclubs to shut down this weekend has now grown to include health clubs and movie theaters, restaurants too, although takeout is still okay. That's made food delivery workers extremely important, both to keeping people fed and to keeping restaurants afloat. In L.A., the California report's Saul Gonzalez talked to food delivery man Austin Simmons, who was out making deliveries on his bike.
2: I think all of us are kind of a little tired out here, to be honest. Just Too much work? Yeah, yeah, I mean, but it's busy, people, which is a good sign. People are self-quarantining, they're staying home, there are people who are working or ordering out, which is good. So I guess you're a lifeline, really, to a lot of restaurants out there. Yeah, yeah. If we can be out here and help the restaurants stay alive and that all the workers and cooks and lower-class income you know, citizens can keep working, then we should be out here working as hard as we can, too. It's kind of this collectivistic nature that we typically don't have as Americans that we need to see more of a side of. So I think if we can kind of take that mindset with what COVID-19 is presenting to us, then, uh, you know, maybe we can come out a little stronger as a community after this. So you're saying you're not only making some cash out there, but you're doing your small part to, to help out and to keep, things, to keep things running. Yeah, why not? Have an optimistic you know, view on it. Let's do what we can to kind of help the rest of the you know, machine going. We all got to be a cog at some point, right?
0: Also in Sacramento, the California legislature took an emergency action last night to address the coronavirus spread and then voted to take a break. From KQED's Politics and Government desk, Katie Orr reports.
4: Lawmakers unanimously passed emergency legislation to help fund the battle against the coronavirus. They approved one bill allowing for up to $1 billion in spending for things like increasing hospital capacity. A second bill waives rules to ensure schools still receive funding despite students being out of classes because of closures. It includes $100 million to buy cleaning supplies and pay people to clean schools. The Senate and Assembly then voted to recess until mid-April, though the recess can be extended or cut short. Legislative leaders stressed they'd continue doing state business, even though they won't be at the state capitol. For the California Report. I'm Katie Orr in Sacramento.
0: And while lawmakers say they're not stopping work while away, a different kind of state worker has had to pause, namely the regulators charged with overseeing nursing homes. Advocates for the population the most vulnerable to death by the new coronavirus aren't able to access patients either. KQED's Molly Peterson has more.
4: More than four out of every five California nursing homes have failed infection control standards in the last two years. It's something Department of Public Health regulators check. But because of coronavirus, all inspections at nursing and assisted living homes are now on hold.
3: This is going to make things more difficult.
4: Joe Rodriguez is the state long-term care ombudsman, the publicly funded watchdog for patients. He must stay away too.
3: We're going to become more reliant on others to get our, our jobs done and to make sure that residents are safe.
4: Ombudsmen around the state help patients navigate medical and legal problems. Rodriguez says the lockdown makes sense, but it's isolating care home residents.
3: I'd encourage families and friends of residents to, to make contact with residents. Call, use FaceTime, use Skype. Let these people know that they're loved and that they're cared for.
4: And Rodriguez says families can always call his office when they've got concerns. For the California Report, I'm Molly Peterson
0: finally this morning to coping during quarantine. Here again is San Luis Obispo Mayor
3: Heidi Harmon. Yes, I am the mayor of San Luis Obispo. And of course, there's a very serious responsibility with that role, especially in a time of crisis. Um, you know, but I'm also a mom and a former preschool teacher, and as soon as the school was closed, I thought, you know, there's going to be a lot of parents at home all day, and it's also been pouring down rain here, um, and how can I help support them? And so I've been doing this music program for little kids for the last 20 years at a local record store, Boo Boo Records, and I thought, you know what, I can bring that music program to Facebook Live and do that every morning at 10 o'clock. It's me singing and jumping around and dancing (laughs) on Facebook. And anybody can watch. It's so great to see um, so many photos and videos that parents sent me afterwards of their kids singing and dancing and really having a moment of fun and celebration in a time that's pretty challenging for families.
0: 10 a.m. It's on the calendar. Mayor Harmon is on Facebook if you want to follow along this morning. And that is the California Report. I'm Lily Dramali. Be well, everyone.
1: Support for the California Report comes from California Earthquake Authority, offering earthquake insurance to help Californians protect their financial futures. Earthquakeauthority.com. The California Healthcare Foundation, presenting Tradeoffs, a new podcast that tries to make sense of our costly and complicated healthcare system. Subscriptions at tradeoffs.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose Fund for Strategic Innovation supports transformative ideas that benefit humanity while protecting the natural world, recognizing through science the interdependence of all living systems.
4: That's right a dollar and 99 cents. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month though so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!